I have something kind of been on my mind and I do want to say that my plan is to in the future it may take a a month six weeks even two months but I want to get back to what we started in 2020 we get back to our split session stuff on Thursdays and and try some of that. It seemed like that was working so good and then COVID hit and throwed everything kind of crazy. But we're gonna do some of that stuff. But we are going through this process. We're, we're doing a reset this year. We're gonna go back and get some things back where they, I feel like God wants them to be. So Revelations two and one, familiar scriptures and I don't know what we'll call this preaching, teaching, whatever tonight. Um, this is what I'm feeling. Revelation 2, 1, And to the angel of the church of Ephesus, write these things, saith the he that holdeth the seven stars in his right hand, who walketh in the midst of seven golden candlesticks. I know thy works, and thy labor, and thy patience, and how thou canst not bear them which are evil has tried them which say they're apostles and are not and has found them liars has borne and hath patience for my name's sake has labored and has not fainted nevertheless I'm somewhat against thee because thou hast left thy first love remember therefore from whence thou art fallen repent do thy first works or else I will come unto thee quickly Remove thy candlestick out of its place, except thou repent. But thou, but this thou hast, that thou hatest the deeds of the Nicolaitans, which also I hate. Lord, help us today. Help us, God, in your precious name. We love you. We thank you, God. Just ask that you would help us, God. Anyone who may listen to this later, God, I pray that you would... <clears throat> Help us, God, receive it, Lord. <coughs> Jesus' name. Say amen. amen. Jonathan K. Butler wrote the song. Falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus, the best thing I ever done. In his arms, I feel protected. In his arms, never disconnected. In his arms, I feel protected. There's no place I'd rather be. So falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus. Was the best thing I ever done. Our text from the New Living Translation says, But this 
But I have this complaint against you. Verses 4 and 5 of our text. You don't love me or each other as you did at first. Look how far you've fallen. Turn back to me and do the works you did at first. If you don't repent, I will come and remove your lampstand from its place among the churches. The English Standard Version renders verse 4 and 5 of Revelations 2 this way. But I have this against you, that you have abandoned the love you had at first. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen. Repent and do the works you did at first. If not, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place unless you repent. Amen. I had one more. There it is. Revelation 2, 4, and 5 from the message says it this way. Interesting. But you walked away from your first love. Why? What's going on with you anyway? Do you have any idea how far you've fallen? A Lucifer fall. Turn back. Recover your dear early love. No time to waste. For I am well on my way to removing your light. From the golden circle. We are resetting this year at Harvest House. Last Thursday online, I talked about the first key that's resetting was we've got to repent. Yeah. You cannot, we cannot repent if we first don't recognize where we're at. And to repent simply means to, re, to think differently, reconsider, um, have that deep feeling of regret, remorse. All through the process of time, through this process of time, it seems we forget about what living for God is really about. I know I have. I have many times. So this is why I feel very strongly that we need a reset. We need to go back to what brought us here. And more specifically, what kept us here. In your minds, could we go back? To that first time you walked through the doors. But specifically that time. When you realize. This is where I belong. I dare say that. Love was that key component. In every one of us being. At Harvest House. Where we're. We're resetting and all this and we're repenting but tonight I want to talk about renewed love nevertheless I have this against you you've you've, uh, you've left your first love when, when Jesus says that to the church Sister Penny it depicts that it wasn't him it's us 
we walked away from it. Jesus reminds them that at the beginning, guys, look, you've done so many things for me. I know, I know you've done all these things for me. But now then you've left your first love that you had with me. But David, like Mary in the Gospels, Sister Janet, we used to sit. We used to sit at his feet for a long time. That, that was our priority. Our first priority. Is just to sit with him. Just enjoy his presence. We didn't want to do anything that would hurt Jesus. This may be a little different tonight. I'm, I'm just talking from my heart with some of this, but every moment we were concerned about our relationship with Jesus. <clears throat> In my time of living for God, every new person that come to God that sincerely had a real change in their life. It was this new love, this new passion that got a hold of them. And they just could not get enough of Jesus. Anytime we felt like we had a distance from God, His presence, we would go run and find His presence. We would seek God and we would cry until we could get that relationship back with Him again. But where is that now? We're not concentrating on, I mean, we're, we're, we're concentrating on doing things for God. But are we spending time with God? In this crazy busy time we live in, so many things have taken priority in our lives. Now, one thing, if we're going to have a reset, we're going to have to be sincere. We're going to have to be real. We're going to have to be honest with where we are, what got us to where we are. And there are so many things that snuck in without our knowledge, it seems like. You know, like our smartphones. Our smartphones is taking the place of God. We're now intimate with our electronic devices. In fact, I think people are in love with it. Used to, Jesus would be what we think about first thing in the morning. I'm going to tell you, somebody asked, what's the biggest significant difference than 16 years ago when you started pastoring the church? I'm going to tell you the one thing that probably is as challenging as anything uh, it's got to be among the top five, maybe the top three things that's challenging as it was when we started the church was the smartphone. Because it seems like that is what we reached for first thing. What's the weather? What's the, what, how many text messages I got or whatever. The first thing we talk to is our phones. It's the last thing we do before we sleep. We check it all through the day. I know this ain't popular, but I, I'm just... If we're going to have a renewed love, we're going to fall back in love with Jesus, our first love, 
I know we got Bible apps. We listen to messages on podcasts. We listen to them on YouTube. We listen to them on Facebook, social media. But it seems like we don't talk to God like we did. I can't help but feel that Jesus is standing there saying, what about the time we once spent together? We no longer spend enough time talking to him. I'm being very real tonight. And I'm, I'm preaching to this pulpit. I'm talking whatever to this pulpit. We're always busy on the phone. We hardly can pray. When we do, we, we pray. Uh, it's hard to pray without it. Or at least something being on. We've got to have that presence of something. Some digital format in our world. I wonder what would happen if we turned our phone off for some time. And we started talking to God. We turned off Netflix and Hulu and Disney Plus, the news, the game, our gaming systems. What would happen? Then we'd have 100% concentration for God. It's hard to get that anymore. We have worries about alerts and push notifications and missed phone calls and text messages. We just need one thing. And that's him. We need to talk to him. We need to hear what he wants to say to us. Jesus is longing to talk to us again. I believe that with all my heart. Verse 5 of the text says, Remember therefore from whence you have fallen. Repent and do the first works. What first works is he talking about? I believe it's the ones at the beginning when, when we used to really be in love with Jesus. When, probably when you first really, really fall in love with Jesus when it's so special. When we just pray, just to spend time with him. Somebody said, well, I've never been there, Pastor. Well, this is also a recipe of how to get there. It should bring us back to the first love and it should help us find our first love. We, we'd come to church just to see Him. We, we came and worshiped God with a heart that's full of joy, but our joy has been sucked because of life. These pandemics and, and the rush of life. And You remember the time when you just laugh at church because you, you think of where he brought you from. You just begin to laugh. When's the last time we just sat and just thought about, oh God, look where I am or where I was and just begin to laugh and rejoice and thank God. Thank you for where you brought me from. Or maybe you've been in church all your life and you just begin to think about, oh God, look what you killed me from. We just... Come be here. Just love being in the house of God. Love being in His presence. We could just come be here and, and go do whatever He wanted for us to do just to please Him. But where are we now? Are we doing all these things, things to please Jesus or to please people? I'm going to be very real tonight. 
a huge difference between pleasing people and pleasing God. You know, we got a place where we used to make Bible notes when we read our Bible. We'd jot notes down. We'd, we'd make sure we we're not going to miss our ba- daily Bible reading. and We'd get the charts, and if we didn't have a chart where we try to finish it every year, we'd at least make sure we read our Bible every day because we knew it told us Everything about Jesus, everything about Him, everything about loving Him and living for Him and serving Him. Memorize verses. I remember them days when I would just take a verse and write it out and walk around Sister Penny with it in my pocket and just pull it out and look at it. Well, now we think, well, I'll just, I'll just put it as a background on my phone and then you'll notice a notification then it's lost because we're busy doing something else. We would memorize verses just to make sure that we were just saturated with His Word so we could always enjoy His presence because we knew Him, we got close to Him. But where are we now? Just go to church with an expectation that we're going to receive something from God today. Couldn't wait to get to the house of God. Because we know that we're going to get there. I'm going to receive something. We're going to encourage somebody else. Excited to share what God has done for us no matter where we were. We run into somebody and somebody says, hey, how things going? And Hey, let me tell you about God. Let me tell you about what God's doing. And share the gospel with somebody or share our testimony. Sermons impacted us. Messages impacted us. We took notes. We went over them. We read. We looked at them. We, we went over and over. Where are we now? This may not apply to all of us. And maybe it does somewhat. But hopefully you're getting a point what I'm trying to say here tonight. I'm probably not going to be real long tonight. But I'm trying to be very specific with what I'm talking about. We get excited about special services. With an expectation, God's going to do something. God's going to send a special touch. God's going to touch somebody. God's going to save somebody. I'm going to get a fresh oil, fresh anointing in my life. I'm going to get a closer walk with God. But now so many things have taken that place. We have so many gadgets in our life. One of the worst when it comes to gadgets. Preaching from my iPad here today. Probably some people disappointed tonight because I didn't live stream. Live stream the last three services I guess we've done. Is that what we've had this year? Three? <laughs> we've live streamed them all. People probably disappointed because we didn't live stream. And I know this don't apply to you today because you're here, but maybe somebody will listen to this later. But I'm like we're more interested in watching everything online or live. It's like so many are not interested in physically being in church. Everything is live now. But our first love. And it doesn't seem to be alive. <laughs> 
Jesus had something to say about us losing our first love. It may not apply to all of us here tonight, but surely I can make us think about where we are with this. You've left. You've abandoned it. The first love. What are we going to do about it? He said, remember from where you come, where you've fallen. Remember where you came from. Let's recollect it. Let's pick it back up. He said, repent. What's that? That just simply means we've got to change our mind. We've got to go back. He said, do your first works. What does he mean? He said, start it all over again. Go back to where you picked it. You left it off. Pick it up again. That's why we're, we're resetting this year. And this is why I'm talking about repenting. And this is why I'm talking about going back and getting our first love. We cannot live for God without a love for God. Amen. And we cannot love something that we don't spend time with. Amen. And this is how we got here in the first place. Is we fell in love with Him and we just wanted to be around Him. Never forget those days before me and Sister Cheryl got married. Come home from work, I'd say, hi, Mom, Daddy, supper, and I'd leave. I'd go see her until they run me off. She'd run me off. Somebody run me off. Didn't want to leave her. Oh, we'll always be around her. But after we've been together for a while, it becomes old. It becomes, you get used to it. And, and, and all of a sudden, people say, I fell out of love. No, we didn't fall out of love. We quit spending time with each other. And this is what he said, you, you, you used to spend time with me, but now it's everything else and we've let life get away from us. He said, remember where you fall from. Remember, remember how we used to just have time together. He said, now repent, change your mind, go back to it, do it all over again. And how are we going to renew this, 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 this love again? I'll be honest with you, we need to turn our phones off some, especially when we pray. We need to turn the TVs off. We need to turn the gaming systems off. We need, to, we need to find a place and just begin to open our mind back up to God and, and tell Jesus all of our thoughts, whatever is bothering us, tell Him about it. We're not going to surprise God by anything we tell Him. He's not going to kick you out of His presence because all of a sudden you say, God, I'm mad at you. You let this one die. You let me lose this job. Or, or you let this happen. God's not going to get upset at us. He just wants us to come sit and talk to Him. He's there to help us come back to His love. That's what He wants us to love Him again. He wants us to spend time with Him again. And if we're going to see the reset in our church and revival in our church that we need, oh God, help us to fall in love with You, Lord. We can't wait to be back in the house of God. We can't wait to pray in the morning. We can't wait to pray at night. When we And just like we're constantly checking messages all day long, we're constantly saying, God, is my spirit okay with You? Is everything all right between me and you as we walk through the day and we go back to how it was when we first started? And just tell Jesus, Jesus, can we just start all over again? Can we redo this? And we need to tell him how much we love him. 
or at least how we want to love him. The Bible says that God is what? Love. God is love. Everything about God is love. God loves us so much that he lets us make our own choices. He loves us so much that he will not violate our will to see his will done in our lives. Because he wasn't going to make us love him. Because that's really not love. We know the famous verse in John 3, 16, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God loved us and he still loves us. And we've got to go back to that place. We've got to be open. Let me be real with us sitting here tonight. Nobody's going to come here then. And I'm not saying this is or isn't happening. But nobody's going to want to come to a place where there's no love. And the only way we're going to have the love that we really need in our world is we've got to find that place back with him again. And we just need to tell him how much we love him, or how much we want to love him. I've literally, I've asked God before, God, would you help me? I, I see some people and I, I, it seems like their love for God is so strong. And I love God, but David, I love him with all my heart. But sometimes I look at other people and I feel like my love just fails in comparison to how some people are moved with compassion and, and the things they do. And I think, God, I want that kind of love. We just need to ask, God, help me, Lord. Forgive me. I've got so many shortcomings, Lord. God, help us make some good decisions. God, help me to spend less time on social media. Help me to spend more time studying and reading the Word because I know the more I know about Him, the greater my love can be. And I know this might not be for everybody, but we need to write some things down. Or we're going to forget them later. Maybe, maybe you have done it. Maybe you wrote somewhere when you first got in church. You wrote down the things God done for you and, and how he blessed you. Maybe we need to go back and find that and read it again. And if we hadn't, we need to start doing it. Start writing it down. Aren't you glad they wrote it down in the Bible? Aren't you glad some good good inspirational people since then wrote things down to help us we can go back to it because we forget it's important for spouses to date where they don't lose that lose that love spend time with each other I know I, maybe I sound like a broken record with this thing but 
From my understanding, Kentucky Wildcats are doing fairly decent this year. Many people ask me about them. I don't really know. <laughs> I check in on them every once in a while. But when you quit feeding yourself that daily diet of, of something, you lose interest in it. And it happens that way with God. But we also can feed ourselves that daily diet. But we're going through the motions. And it loses its appeal too. And that happens when we stop thanking God. For all that he's done for us. Because when we start thank, stop thanking God. We become. Um, inconsiderate. We, we just unthankful and ungrateful and we need to start writing down when God does things for us and, and how much we love him and somehow or another that we can go back to it and remind ourselves of where God's brought us from go back to the beginning if we can't we've got nothing written down we need to just take some time and turn everything off in our world and just get somewhere and just begin to think about God Take me back. Take me back to where it all started. And begin to thank God. Lord, you've made sure I've had food. You've made sure I've had a roof over my house. God, you've always made sure I've had clothing. You give me brains enough to be able to have a job and, and, and do this and that. We need to let God know that, Lord... Where else can I go? And nowhere else I can turn, Lord. God, you're the only one I can trust in this world that's lost, God. You're the only one. We've got to get our song back. We've lost our song. And when the love departs, the song goes away. When the love departs from something, the song is taken away. We need to go back and just, whatever song it may be, maybe it's the old songs. What a friend we have in Jesus. And just, or maybe it's the newer ones, or maybe it's a, draw me close to you. Never let me go. Just sometimes we just need to maybe find a place and go back and just make your own song. Maybe you've never done that. Go drive in your car where nobody can hear you and just make your own song up. Just go back. We've got to get back to that place and get in touch with God. We need to get in contact with people who really love Jesus and drop those who don't. And we've got to remember all of what we've done in the first days of our relationship with Jesus and we've got to do that part again. 
Again, if you've wrote some things down, go back and read it. If you hadn't, start writing. We've got to get that burning love for Jesus before we get anything else in our life. First things has got to be first. I tell you, we're going to be real long. I'm fixing to be done. As I thought about this, I thought, well, there's a lot of things I could go different directions. And I thought and prayed, and I, I thought of this scripture. And I said, Lord, I begin to think about when I really, I'm not raising church all my life. So when I thought of when I really felt like God changed my life. The excitement I had. Senior in high school. I took my Bible school every day. People mocked me, make fun of me. I remember walking in the bathroom one day and this guy was doing something other and cussing and telling me something about I don't know exactly what it was. And I started quoting scriptures to him in the bathroom. God cussed and said, blanky blank preacher. <laughs> but I was excited. I was excited. I'm not saying I'm not now, but and we live in a different time. But that same zeal and excitement I had as that young man, 17, 16, 17 years old, and then when we started this church, that excitement I had. Mr. Peter, you come through that door the first time. I can remember that stuff. Remember you calling and me reading Acts 19 to you. And you getting silent on the other side when God gave you the revelation of needing to be baptized. I remember, I know she's not here, I remember when Mandy, I preached that sermon on Gum Street before y'all ever got there. I know what I preached. What are you going to do with Jesus? I remember when Michelle went to the altar and repented. I know what I preached. Living life with an empty bow. She fell on that altar at the church Clark laid out over in the corner over there speaking in tongues. But David, I remember you waiting for that fingernail to grow out so you get baptized. The excitement of people coming in new and fresh. Anthony and Sarah, Sarah, right? Dropping her down in that sheet to baptize her in Jesus' name in the storefront. That's what I'm trying to get us back to this year. Do we have that excitement of there was there was a just a, a something that surrounded that little storefront church where it was just it was ugly, it was ugly walls and 
But we went in there and, and, and we tried our best to make that place look like, no matter what it looked like on the inside, outside, but when you come in, you could tell somebody cared and loved that place. And this is what I want to bring us back here. Yes. Absolutely. That's what I want here. I want it to where we come in here, people walk through these doors, and they're like, I want it more than that. I want it when, when somebody walks into your house. I heard, I think it was Brother Gleason talking about somebody coming to their house to do something, and, and he said as they walked in their house, this one guy just stopped and said, whoa. I don't remember exact words, but he's basically saying, what is, what do I feel in here? And I want that in all of our lives. Everybody walks through these doors. That's the kind of love that, that God wants to bring every one of us back to. When you're walking through Walmart and some stranger just comes up and says, I know you don't know me, but I just feel something from you. I need you to pray for me. That happens. And I close this today. I close this with my same scriptures, but from the Amplified Bible. I read it from several translations, but when I read it from the Amplified, if you've never read the Amplified, it puts brackets in the middle of the verses to, to expand it and make it more. Listen to Revelations 2, 4 through 5 from the Amplified Version. But I have this charge against you that you've left your first love. You have lost the depth of love that you first had for me. He goes on to say, so remember the heights from which you have fallen and repent. And he explains what that is. Change your inner self, your old way of thinking, your sinful behavior. Seek God's will. And do the works you did at first. Brackets. When you first knew me. Otherwise, this is the part that impacted me. I will visit you and remove your lampstand. In the brackets. The lampstand. The church. It's impact. From its place. Unless you repent. That that hit me because this is what's happened over the last two years there's been people that God's put a pandemic in this nation allowed it whether God done it the devil done it he's allowed it okay and he's done it for threshing he's threshing the wheat and what he's done he's threshed those who love him and those who don't and you look at what he's done he said, I will visit you and remove your lampstand. Or we can read it this way. I will visit you and remove the church and its impact. David, I don't want to get to the place. Well, I'm going through the motions and my love for him has got so far, but yet I think I'm still so close to him. 
but yet the church and its impact is gone. And there's so many people that call me pastor. I'm thankful that those that's here tonight, that's, this is not you. But there's so many people that call me pastor that I only hear from them in an emergency. God, don't let me get there. Bishop White is 12 hours from me. I can't just get in the car and drive to his house in a few hours. But I try to message him often and call when I can. And I try to make sure that every time I call him or I message him, it's not, hey, will you pray for this? I'll just, more than often, I'll just send him a message and say, hey, I love you. I know you're praying for me today. Thank you for it. Thank you for your covering in my life. Now, he's not God. I know that. But he's, he's my man of God. But your view towards your man of God is a reflection of your view towards God. your view towards the church now again it's it's not us here tonight and we all have that tendency because we're human on our best day but I'm on a quest this year I hope you go with me I want to find that first love I know what it's like to be lost. I'm a backslider. I've been in church all my life and walked away from God. I know what it's like to be lost. I don't know what it's like to come in when you've been away from God all your life. I, I, I don't know that. But no matter where we come from, whether we come from the church or we come from the world, there's a first love that every one of us need to find. Maybe we haven't found that first love like I'm talking about. But we can find it. It's a love where the Bible says love covers a multitude of sin. Sister Janet, it's love that when Jesus can look at us with all of our imperfections. I've got so many. And he says, I love you. And I'm not looking for a way to send you to hell. I made a way for you not to go there. We can just get back and we fall in love with him so much it just oozes out of us. That's what I want. And I believe.
believe that us that's here tonight, we can get in such a place that it would impact this entire city. Us here tonight. We've got a large number here tonight, but we have a large God that we can have such an impact on this city because we go back and we renew our love all over again. But today we're talking about the strength of them trees earlier. Let's talk about a broken bone, okay? The broken bone, when it grows back, it's stronger than ever. And this is what God's going to do. He's going to strengthen us and we're going to be stronger than we've ever been. We're going to have a stronger love, a stronger compassion, a stronger anointing in our lives. So, come on, let's just fall in love with Him all over again. Let's renew our love tonight.